Welcome to episode number 125 of the Keep Up podcast. Where if you reach deep enough into your pockets, you'll find a napkin. Actually pulled the napkin out of his pocket. I just put for it, the record. I put it in my pocket yesterday. It's a paper towel. It's gone now. That was an awesome throw. They don't call me Magic Sam for nothing at all. Oh, for nothing. For nothing. Okay. Yeah. No, they. I usually have to pay people to call me that. So <laughs> it doesn't work out as well as I hope. But uh, what did you do with that paper towel that was in your pocket? You just pulled out and then threw across the room. Sometimes you just need emergency. You heard napkin. it here, folks. Sometimes you just need emergency. <laughs> Napkin. Hey, that's that's what they pay for when they come to this podcast. Twenty seven ninety nine isn't cheap. That's true. These are all things you're saying, right? These are all. This is all the <laughs> Who's truth. Who's paying twenty seven ninety nine and for what? Um, for um, this? Uh, yeah. So um, I got I got morning throat. I don't know if you we're guys. We're peaking wicked bad. I'm sorry. I barely tested the audio before yeah, we no, started. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, all right, oh. let's test it. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, Tim's Sleepy Podcast. Well, hang on. I'll do the intro. Okay. We're, we don't really have the the, the intro the, already the. happened. A the intro. Yeah. Oscar's here. The cat. Welcome. He's intro. biting his own leg off. Yeah. Oh, he, wow. He's getting a haircut today. Such aggressive bathing. Well, Is he? He's biting off. He gets like gnats of fur because it's so long. So Matt, I think you get mats of oh, fur. Oh, yeah. What's gnats? Oh, gnats those are bugs. bugs. Yeah. You don't get gnats of fur. Maybe. That sounds like a BBC show <laughs> about, like, bugs from a certain place. <laughs> the gnats of fur. <laughs> oh, shoot. Dude, we were playing Jackbox last night. Oh, I love Jackbox. We got the newest one, Jackbox Party Pack 6. Is it great? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's, I would say, there's six, five games. Six, five. Six, five. There's five games, and three out of the five are good. That's decent. Yeah, the other two, one of them, you have to be very creative. You make jokes on the fly. They give you words, kind of like the rap oh, battle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that one's tough because you got to be very creative. Okay. Um, and then the other one <clears throat> is uh, it, where we had probably the most fun, maybe. It's um, a dictionary, and you had to create a new word. They give you, like, a, a definition. And you create a word for yeah, it? Yeah, so you create the word, you create a definition, and then, or you, like, do an alternate definition. Oh, that sounds and sick. And then do a sentence. You put it in a sentence. So mom, <laughs> so mom was playing, and the word was, it was nippling, but with a K in front of it. So it was, like... Knippling? We think it was... A, like, knife? Or? Yeah, we think it was a silent K. Okay, yeah. So the, the definition we ended up was to produce milk from an unknown source. <laughs> <laughs> for nippling. And so we had to create a new word, a synonym for it, and the word was clactating because the original word was <laughs> it was nippling. So then we created clactating and then the definition <laughs> It killed us because uh, mom, she couldn't type correctly and quick enough. So <laughs> so the, the thing she was like, the mama cat... <laughs> The mama cat? The mama cat was clactating for her clittens. And we were like... 
<laughs> no. Because she she was so pressured, but she spelled it like kittens. She just put an L oh, instead of no. an I, so it was like Clinton's brutal. <laughs> we were we were so dead. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> But and, and instead of it was for her, it was for F I R H U R for her. Yeah, it was like for her Clintons, and we're like, what the hell is this? It's just it's so it's such a mess. That's that, why I love Jackbox because you just create the stupidest scenarios. They're like the scenarios you can't like. They're so uniquely fashioned in yes. that game <laughs> that like you couldn't recreate it or create it without it. No way. I want to play. It's good. It's good, dude. It's real good. I like I like that. So what's this podcast about? Oh yeah. So welcome to the Cuba Podcast. <laughs> it's me and it's Tim. Yo. And uh we're brothers and we watch and read and play things and listen to things and we do it's a comedy entertainment podcast. Mm-hmm. We try to keep up with all the things and we can't keep up with them, so we talk about them. Uh, we're mostly I was thinking of coining the term Spoiler safe. Which means? See, I was going to write up a, a quick addition to our podcast. saying uh-huh. that, Actually, I was thinking about the trailer. I want to yeah. make a podcast trailer, right? I was thinking about saying that it's spoiler free, mm-hmm. right? Because when you say you're doing like an entertainment podcast, like whenever I look up film podcasts, yep. I'm always curious if, are they like, do you have to watch the movie first mm-hmm. or what's, or can I just listen to it to see, get some opinions on it? Right. And then I was like, sometimes we do spoilers. Primarily we don't, but sometimes we do. But we always announce it. And I think we're pretty cautious about it, yeah. typically. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I think we're spoiler safe. So it's like right in the middle where where we're where we're aware when we're doing a spoiler. Right. And we give fair warning. Right. But we generally try not to we're spoil. We're not, right. We don't never talk spoilers, mm-hmm. but primarily we don't. Okay. I think, yeah. I, I think we're spoiler safe. I think that's good. But we have to stick with it. If one, if yeah. we fail once, then, then we've we're failed life. all of our. We've failed everyone. That's it. We've failed this city. <laughs> I can't uh, cry. I know I've cried on the last 124 podcasts, but not this one, dude. 125. This uh, is this like a milestone of some sort? It would be a special recognize? one, but yeah. too bad, dude. Dude, it's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy, but at this point. We're going to go to 500 anyways. Yeah, so. we'll just keep going. Yeah, just, we'll just keep, keep going, going strong. Uh, if you want to, you can hang out with us on YouTube and on uh, Instagram. Oh. Get some videos. Yeah, today's the day. Today's the day. Yep. So uh, this podcast is officially caught up because we've yes. been recording them like... Weeks it, ahead of time. Usually. Yeah, weeks ahead of time. So this is the first time that, at least in a while, that it's like it's coming out tomorrow. It's yes. fresh. Or today. Yeah, the day that this is out, we will have recorded it the day before. Right, previously. It's the freshest. So, tomorrow... Mm-hmm. Can I say it, Brett? Say it, dude. Oh, what video are we posting? I don't remember. No, me neither. We'll figure that out. We'll be our first YouTube video in a freaking long time. <laughs> so long. It's so long. It's been exciting because we've been editing and working on these. And so we have a video to post. Not sure what it's going to be yet. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. Don't. We won't spoil it. But just be on YouTube. The day this podcast stay on is YouTube out. and just search random things until you fall, uh, you, you stumble <laughs> upon the latest keep up video. Right. You don't even don't type in the keep up. Just go down the YouTube rabbit hole, <laughs> and eventually you'll find it. It'll just pop up. Will we have a teaser? Uh, we can. So we'll so go to our Instagram, mm-hmm. the Keep Up Podcast, for a teaser. For a teaser. So I'll do the teaser today then. Do the teaser today, dude. Which the podcast is out. So yesterday. The podcast Thursday. The podcast go back is in time yesterday. and go on yep. Instagram. Look at the teaser. Go back to then yesterday. Look at the video exactly. that came out today. Exactly. And if this is like a year later, 
check out our YouTube channel. Right, the Keep Up. <laughs> Just look up the Keep Up on YouTube and look back a year ago to this day. Dude, we've got some fun ones. I'm, I'm excited. I'm dude, so excited. I'm stoked. I'm very excited. You know, we got some old classic types of videos. Old classics. We got some new babies. New fresh babies. And some surprises. Some surprises. Oh, so we're excited, and I hope you're excited, because it has been... Quite a long time since we've posted. Quite some time. Anything. Yeah. PAX, I think, was last. So February, right? Was that this year? No. Yeah. It was? Yeah. PAX was like the last thing we did right but before the end of the world. we didn't post PAX this year. I think we posted PAX 2019. Did we not do a vlog? I thought we did the vlog this year. I don't think so. Hang on. Let me check. I'm live, live. on the YouTube <laughs> on the YouTube podcast, where we talk about the, nothing but YouTube the videos. YouTube podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, because I was just looking at our channel the other day to see like if people scroll through, what are they going to find? Yeah, because our last video yeah, was the food challenge thing, like the results. Pax of the... East 2019, dude, one year ago. Wow. So that wasn't even this year. Jeez. Because this year was the like pretty bare bones one. Yeah, because like it of was COVID. It was like right at the right at the beginning. Yeah, we lucked out. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! It has been quite some time. Yes, it has. So our, we didn't post anything. The last one we posted was our weight loss challenge, and that was that when? was six months ago. Okay. Yeah, and that was. I mean, that was a quick like, just silly business. It was just a video, just something to get out there, just something to get out. But there. now these are official. They're lengthy. There, there's a lot of meat in these videos you can yeah. chew on. Yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. It's gonna be fun, yep. and I'm excited about like the little little schedule we got for what kinds of videos we're gonna do and everything. It's gonna be sweet. Mm-hmm. So um, that's Bef- that. Before we get into anything, what? last podcast you asked me what was the most expensive thing or the stupidest thing oh, I've yeah, spent like a it, lot of money yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so originally it was those Sonic Adventure cards. Yes. Now, because it happened just last night. Oh no! This is fresh. It's fresh. What have and you done? I bought. Two Sonic Adventure card packs, $156. Are you serious? <laughs> Wait, they're the same ones that you bought before? Yes. So for weeks, ever since I found out there was this <laughs> the, the cards yeah. and this whole Sonic Adventure 1998 Tokyo Game Show special pack, I've been on the hunt for anything related to yeah. that. So last night, for, like I said, weeks, months at this point, I've Dude. been searching on eBay Every single day, Sonic Adventure, like every variation of these yep. trading cards, because it's called Trading Collection Junior. Okay. Um, and <laughs> that's just the Japanese title for it. Um, so I looked it up in Japanese, like I looked it up in kanji. I looked it up at, uh, like all different variations. I couldn't find it anywhere. Wow. But for whatever reason, I stumbled upon this random pack last night, and I was like, that can't be. No way. So I click on it. The guy's selling four of them. And I was like, oh. So it's France again. But the only difference is he put uh, Sonic Adventure Booster Pack, which I never put in Booster Pack. Well, yeah. So I typed it in, and it was the first thing that popped up. I was like, I'm an idiot. So Is that what they are, though? They're tech. I mean, yeah, they're, they're trading card booster packs. But Booster Pack, it was just, I haven't seen them be called that. Yeah, they haven't you know? listed as that. Yeah, I, I typed in trading cards. I did the Collection Junior. I did, like, so many things. Um, but booster pack just never popped. So you ended up winning two. So um, he, it's all buy it now. Um, okay. It's just so they were. Um, it was in whatever uh, French money. What, what French is, money. What is French money? Oh shoot, I don't know. There. Um, it's the francs. Yeah. No. No, because they're part of the EU. So it's the the thing. I apologize. 
especially to you, Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Cooper. Oh, it's a uh... sole international listener. <laughs> Even worse is I I've been to the European nation before. <laughs> it's a euro. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, okay. A euro. Euro, right? French money is euros. Right? Yeah. So is euros. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> so I don't have to know. You don't. I do. I'm, I'm ashamed. <laughs> so not knowing what the conversion rate was, I yeah. just bought two blindly. <laughs> I was like, you know what? These can't be that that's bad. Amazing. It was like it was like 50 something euros or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, oh, that's not bad. I click it. It was $156. Oh I was my like, God, okay, dude. guess I'm spending that. Whoops. But. For these cards that are nowhere to be found, yeah. it's priceless. Whatever yeah. the price was, of course I was going to pay it, uh, which mean, is stupid. Would there have been, if it said, if it said like the conversion in US dollars, yes. would you have still done it? I think it did say it, but I was so excited. You just ignored it. I just ignored like, it. Whatever. I just saw whatever the big, because it's, I, I, I ugh, that was a weird. You're very excited. A whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, hold on, rewind. <laughs> that was a weird, oh, oh, oh. whole thing. Yeah, I okay. just, I didn't even finish that. Welcome to the weird. Keep Up Podcast yep. where Tim. I heard your stomach. Did you? Yeah. I'm a little very hungry today. That's not smart to come to the podcast hungry. I know it's not smart. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So I bought those. Very stupid. Coming from France, so I won't see them in a month. And yeah. uh, so each pack contains four cards. So technically, I've added eight cards to my collection. Hopefully, they'll be different than the oh, ones I got. Man, I didn't even think about that possibility. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. That's but crazy. I have such a good chance that I just can't believe that I'll get the same cards. Yeah, all you have to do is believe. That's dude. it. That's so, wild, dude. Um, yeah, it was insane that first that I found them because yeah. I you can't find them. They're just impossible. Right. Um, and then that I found four of them. I bought two of them. I'll probably buy the other two like next week, but <laughs> I died. Um, <laughs> and then I found one other Sonic Adventure thing, uh, a pamphlet. It, well, I guess it's more like a book that came from that Tokyo Game Show, okay. um, which once again, I didn't think I'd find anything from it. Yeah. $75 for a 12-page Japanese-only booklet the top you bought it yeah i bought it because i'm an idiot so you it all last night this is at like 1 30 in the morning of course yeah because that's when you make those that's, decisions. that's where i make them so we're at around the same cost because mine was that tmnt power rangers crossover yep and i bought the one lot and then the extra book mm-hmm. and i think that put me at like 190 something oh, spicy 60, 70. for all the same story well yeah oh well, i mean they're they were different issues i think oh okay I actually can't confirm that. They may have all been the first issue. Yeah, I think they were. I was blinded by... No, I, dude, I don't blame you for nothing because I'm doing equally So those stupid. packs yes. are averaging like $80 then. Yeah. Because yep. that's what you spend on the first one, right? 86 mm-hmm. or something? Yep. Wow. Yeah. It's. I need to... Have you... Have I even seen them? I don't know. I forget I, if you... I, I need know. to see these priceless artifacts. I'll show you. I got... Dude, the first pack I opened, so nice. Who'd you get? Who's in there? So I got Sonic. Of course. Amy. Yes. Tails. Wonderful. And then a Chow. A chow. A chow. Is there a Knuckles? There is a Knuckles. Can I have it? I don't have it yet. Maybe what, it's in that pack. That's when you coming. get it, can I just have it for free? Yeah, you got 40 bucks. <laughs> 40 oh, yeah. bucks a card. That's Yeah, that's what that average is, right? Yeah. Wow. No, it doesn't. There's four cards, so it'd be 20 it's bucks. 40 bucks, dude. Yeah. It's 40 bucks. 40 bucks. <laughs> 40 bucks? It's $40. <laughs> I was just choked on my water. <laughs> yeah, but 20 bucks a card. Actually, that actually sounds... Actually, 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 that if you actually went on actual eBay yeah. and actually saw cards for actually twenty dollars, actually, would you actually buy those and that would feel a little bit easier? No, 
No. No way. $20 a card, too much. I love... Uh, $80 mis- for four, yeah. great deal. Great deal. <laughs> because I get the joy of the mystery. Right. Okay. I will pay $80 for mystery every so, day of the okay. week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So then it's like you're paying $10 per card, $40 40. for the experience. Right. right. That's exactly That's it. your entry fee. Yeah. That's... It's worth it. Very reasonable. Very reasonable. If someone walks up to me and says, what? I'm just checking. I'm watching the audio. Yeah, I know. I think, we, keep, we keep having audio issues. I think we're good. I know. Yeah. On the last one, I'm sorry. And I made a sleepy intro. I had just it woken up. It sounded fine. I know. It sounded... It's a wonderful... It's great. It's a wonderful piece of the Keep Up history. My sleepy intro disclaimer saying, sorry for the audio issues. But now, everything is good. So far. So you have headphones on to I have headphones hear. on. This is the first time. This is probably, I mean, it's probably what I'm supposed to do. I guess. I couldn't do it. I don't think I could do it if I were you. I don't mind. It makes me feel a little more profesh. I bet it does. What were you, So you were saying, if somebody walks up to you. And says, hey, I got this mystery. Yeah. He opens up his jacket <laughs> and he's like, look into this mystery, but it's $40. <laughs> Easily. I would pay $40. I just like the idea of a mystery as like a nondescript object. Right. Hey, like, hey kid, I got this mystery. <laughs> Give me 40 bucks and you get to have this mystery. Here you go. Have the mystery. <laughs> easy. How much would you pay for mystery? For a mystery? Yeah. You have no idea. Zero idea what it is. What is your like well, what top am I, dollar? What am I? What's the situation? Like if it's, a, if it's a rando on the street and he's like, hey, man, I got this mystery. I don't. Yeah. No. I think zero dollars. Zero dollars. You wouldn't even be a little bit curious? Uh, okay. So that's it. All right. He walks up to me. He's like, I got this mystery, and I'm not gonna murder you. Mm-hmm. If that is right, if he, if he, if you know, sets with, the base. Yeah. Although, like, if someone walks up to you and says, "Hey, I have a mystery, yes. and I'm not gonna murder you," do you think he's gonna murder you, or do you believe him? I believe him because if you go out of your way to say you're not gonna murder me, yeah, I trust you. That's fair. It's not smart. I'm gonna start introducing myself like that to new people. <laughs> hey, wasn't it, Mike? Yeah, I'm Brett. I'm not gonna murder you. Not yet. It's a good foundation. It is. You know, you set the base. You're like, it's not me. Because generally, if you get murdered, yeah. I think it's like 468% of the time, something along that line. Uh, yeah. 400 what? Is there? Four... <laughs> so I was waiting for you to comment on that. No, the percentage that. adds up. I okay, get Okay. 468% of the time that it's someone you know. Yes. So my, my idea with percentages, if you just go way over, you yeah. can't be wrong. Right. Is that how you operate? That is. Percentages? How I operate. That's is That's how is. I operate. So if you say, I'm not going to murder you, yeah. then that person, you know, they can feel more relaxed around you. So if all I know is it's a great mystery, yep, and I'm not going to be killed, right? I'd be like 10 bucks. 10 bucks? And That's all you he, pay for a mystery? And then if he's like, nah, it's a good mystery, mm-hmm. then I'm like, well, how intense is it? Like, am I going to have to call out of work? Cause <laughs> is then, it like this? Is it going to take all day? Then I'm spending money and I'm losing money, right? Which are the same thing, mm-hmm. but they're different. Losing money and spending money—it's on a day off. You don't have to worry about it. It's right. Okay, it's on a day off. Thirty. Thirty dollars. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, just have—I don't have a lot of information. Right. For the unknown, it's tough to just like jump into. Right. Because it. it could be like, here's a sock. That's a mystery. That's not a mystery. Oh, it's a mystery until he shows you what it is. Okay, so the mystery, I, you could already be in the mystery. Right. The mystery is what I'm. what am I paying for. Right. See, this is why. 
30 already feels like a lot. But then it could be $4 billion in a suitcase. I mean, yeah. Could you fit $4 billion in a suitcase? I don't know. I don't think you could. Depends on the suitcase. I guess. Like, there's lots of different traveling... I imagine it's just like an average suitcase. Average suitcase, like the kind you, like, hold... Yeah, dude. The other day, so I've been reading a lot of comics, and mm-hmm. I wanted to bring some comics to work, but I get scared because I'm a psychopath and I don't want anything to happen oh, to them. I can't wait to hear the rest of this story. And I have a like a briefcase, like yes. a suitcase at home. To my knowledge, though, did you not remember the password to get into it? No, or? there isn't one. Okay, it's just I. God forbid I ever accidentally create one because yeah. I don't even know how to use it. It's got those little spinny numbers. Right, and you pick the three. Yeah, and there's key slots, but mm-hmm. I don't have the key. I don't no even way. remember where this freaking briefcase I came from. I think it was from. a yard sale, wasn't it? Maybe. Maybe I just bought it because I was like... It's a briefcase. Of course I need a briefcase. Yeah, I'm an adult. So I was looking at it the other day, and I was like, this is probably the safest thing because it has like tight straps against one of the the like insides of the briefcase. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I could actually bring my comics in this, but then am I the guy... <laughs> Walking into work with a briefcase. Yes. And for anyone who doesn't know, Mm -hmm. I do not have a job that requires a briefcase. Not at all. By any means. So Mm -hmm. I was like, so I didn't end up bringing them. But I just was like, hey, I have a briefcase. You probably, I think it would be cool. I think people would be like, especially once you show what's inside. (laughs) Well, okay. So then I'm playing through the whole scenario, right? Mm -hmm. So let's, it's my lunch break. Yep. I'm about to go read some comics. So you grab your suitcase. I I have to do the thing where it lays flat on the ground. Yep. Click it open and then lift up the briefcase, and it's just a bunch of comic comics books lined up. <laughs> and, and then a sandwich in the front. And then a like, sandwich, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, right in the briefcase. Right. It's like, this is life. Yeah. So Dude, I did. That's, that's awesome. You should have done that. Or you I mean, still could. Hey, I still have the job. You have work tomorrow? I don't. You have work tonight? I don't. You have work Saturday? I do. Do it then and Maybe. report back. I will report back. Whether or not you did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking of reporting back. Yes. Oh, that's actually a better segue than I thought. Okay. Um, I mean, if we're going into TV. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Television. I think we have the same show to talk about. I think so, too. Volume one of Unsolved Mysteries. How good is the theme song? Bana. I don't remember it. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Something like that. Yeah, you nailed it, I think. Um, 100% Here's the thing. Nailed it. Here's What's the up? thing. What's up? I cannot watch a show called Unsolved Mysteries yeah. because they're unsolved. They're unsolved. they're unsolved. That is so frustrating as a viewer. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. And But what's so cool about this show, mm-hmm. for anyone who's unfamiliar, Unsolved Mysteries is a true crime show that's exactly what it sounds like. They present these real. Real cases that have no full resolution. Mm-hmm. But what's crazy, especially with these ones, and uh, I'll reference the old one because those are on Hulu right now. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know that, but they have like six seasons or so of the original Unsolved Mysteries because the ones we watched were in the 90s. Yes. And those um, are very popular. Like they yeah. just, they were, it was like a weekly show, I think. It came yeah. on a lot. Yeah. I remember, I remember we watched it all the time. Or mm-hmm. mom did. So we would right. see it all the time. Um, and what's crazy about these ones is a lot of the facts that they would present in them would, in some cases, make it very clear what happened. Mm-hmm. But there's just no final resolution or there was some kind of hiccup where they couldn't, you couldn't access the information you needed to, to draw a hard line in the case and, and say this is who's responsible or whatever. Right. But you're right. I mean, when it ends, 
And this is the thing that's cool about it is it's very like you have to walk away talking about it mm-hmm. because you can't. It's one of those like I think this person did it well, right. but this, but that doesn't make any sense. Like you can't not talk about it, after. right? Because there's so many deciding factors, so many different scenarios that they present. So I've only watched one episode. I only watched the first episode. It's the one with the roof. Yes, yeah. the roof. Okay. Um, and so by the end of that episode, I honestly don't know what I think. Like, that one's a tough one. It's dude. a very there's so many different scenarios and possibilities where things where like you follow one path and you're like, oh, that's obvious that this happened, and then you think, well. It wasn't fast enough, so if he fell from there, it couldn't have been... He mm-hmm. couldn't have crashed through. So there's the mystery of how the death occurred. Right. And then the mystery of who was responsible. If anyone was. If anyone was, mm-hmm. right. It's a really... It's a good case. It's like so good. It's so interesting. And I feel bad because there's no resolution to it, you know? Right, right. Um, but the glory of the show, the greatness behind yeah. it, is that uh, you can... At the end, <laughs> they tell you to go to a website, and if you have any information related to it you can help solve, solve and on, the case on that one in particular they have um had some updates on the case really yeah oh, uh, i was in that. regards to the note okay yeah um so that is that is something that i've always thought is really interesting about the show because they've always done that it yep. used to be like a toll-free number exactly. or whatever <laughs> 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 called 1-800 yeah uh but um it's it's pretty crazy to see to see a show utilized in that way and mm-hmm. like to have all this information put out there. And, yeah. Um, They're shining a light on these cases that you would never otherwise hear about. Yeah. Yeah. It's super interesting and it is cool seeing a remake. I think, um, I think it's the updated version is just so cool. Like true yeah. crime is a very big thing. I guess it always has been, mm-hmm. but um, ha- we went back on Hulu the other day and watched some of the older episodes. And what was really interesting about those is um, they were a each one of the new episodes basically covers one full uh, like one case. Mm-hmm. The old ones it would be like a smattering of cases in every episode. Oh. It would be like three to five like mini mini docs. On Was these. there a lot of information in that in that time frame? Some of them, yes. Some of them were like. Very minimal. Like, like this guy th- fell in the water. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like this person went missing. This is the last person to see him. Um, this is a, an illustration by like uh, whoever does the like. You know, this the is art. the suspect yeah, or yeah. whatever. Um, if you have any information, call this number. It would, I mean, I guess that's kind of realistic because not every crime would have a million details. Right. You yeah. Know? Exactly. And it, it almost seemed in those moments like it was legitimately like an ad for the help they needed solving the case. Yeah. Whereas these ones are definitely like these well put together documentaries yep. essentially of each case. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait till you watch the other ones, dude, because there are a couple that are absolutely infuriating. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the thing. It's so it's so frustrating because I know there's no resolution. So I'm sitting there like, why am I watching this? I hate incomplete. I can't. <laughs> right. If there's no ending, if there's no way nope. to finish it, I'm just like, this is. And you're so signing mad. it up for a story with no ending. Right. It, the show is called Unsolved Mysteries. Right. Like you know, um, but on the old ones, I don't know. Like if I don't know when these got updated, but on the majority of the ones in the episode that we watched the other day, or I think we watched two episodes. Uh, they ended with an update that the suspect was found or this person who escaped prison was found 25 years later. Wow. Um, This person was spotted here, X, Y, Z. They almost all had resolutions, but some of them were like 20 years after. Were they recent updates or were they updates like in 2006 or whatever? Um, They were... 
That's a good question because I don't know where when these aired. Because it would be cool if they updated it for modern times. Like yeah. as of 2020, this is what happened. Uh, but I can't imagine anybody would go through every episode and do that. Maybe. Well, it was just whatever cases were actually closed. Like yeah. there was one that we found where the woman ex- she escaped from prison in. I want to say it was seventies. Uh, I want to say seventies. Jeez. And she was found, she totally, she escaped, fled, and off the grid. She was found 25 years later under a different name, married with children and grandchildren. Oh, my God. And they put her in prison. Um, but she she got out uh, short. Like, uh, initially in the 70s, she was uh, sentenced to 99 years in prison. For what? Um, murder at the time. Okay. But it was like, uh, she she was with this other guy that I think was like, the majority of the influence on the killings that and stuff like in that. That the 70s so, a lot. Totally, dude. Mm-hmm. Very 70s thing. Yeah. And um, that guy, I think... I forget what happened to the guy. I don't know. But the update yeah. was like a more recent video of her as like an older woman. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. The fact that they found her all these years later yeah. and then re-imprisoned her. So did she go back to prison because she escaped? Or I guess, yeah. Or to finish up. Well, you said she got out, so. Yeah, they let her out. I mean, I, I feel like. Was it like a night? Like, at that point. For shame. I don't, yeah, no. Hey, <laughs> <Go>. we gotcha, <laughs> granny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I say that because there's hope that these cases, there could be. Especially because they're it's so popular right now. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Everyone has Netflix, so. Yeah, that's one thing, too, because I, w- I was thinking about that in the 90s, the ones that we were watching, like. Not everybody watched it. Right. And this now has such a huge, like, spread of availability now with mm-hmm. streaming services. It's pretty cool. And oh, some yeah. Of them, dude, there's one that's, like, one of the most vicious, like, m- murders. Like, this, but it's a weird, like, seems like a cult or, like, underground government thing. And then there's a UFO episode. And, like, Jeez. so so the there's a widespread of, like, genre, as, uh, as yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, because the first one has, like, connections to Illuminati and stuff like yes, that. Yes, right. Um, so big corporation. Yeah, right. so it's interesting that, do you think each episode deals with, like, something that's kind of out there, like a really far-out conspiracy? Um, the, uh, almost all of them. There's one that's... That's not so much. It's more, or two, I should say, that are based more on like these family, uh, kind of like family drama stuff yeah. with like a couple heavy indications of like who killed X, Y, and Z, and so it's more more like murder mystery. Mm-hmm. But there are at least three or four that are are very much like kind of steeped in a conspiracy type mm. thing, or Interesting. just like a um, a like a completely unexplainable like this is above anyone's understanding mm-hmm. as far as like we have these facts and we're missing one person and that person must have been tied into something that like you would only see in like a movie yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah so just crazy out there stuff oh that's so interesting it is it's mm-hmm. so interesting so it's really great it's uh it's called unsolved mysteries volume 1 um 6 episodes total yep. uh they range i think the shortest one's like 36 minutes and the longest one's like 50 something yeah the times all over the place yeah but yeah so I guess it depends how much information they have. Yeah. But. And that's the other thing about Netflix. There's no like set time. I know. That is interesting because it used to be like, uh, you know, a, a show that's like syndicated is like, you know, 24 minutes. Yeah. You know. 22, 24 minutes considering commercials and yeah. stuff like that. They always, no matter what. That is but Netflix is all over the place. You know, whatever. I was watching, um, what is it? Love 
death or sex and robots or whatever oh, it yeah. is. Um, and I mean, you're all over the place. One episode's two minutes, the other mm-hmm. one's 12, and yep. you're like, just bounce it. And it's like, you couldn't see it on TV, I don't think. I know, because where would they put it? The only thing I, place I could think of is maybe Adult, Adult Swim. Adult Swim, yeah. Because yeah, they thinking. have the wacky times. And I feel like they just shift their schedule for whatever Right, they're fits. like, oh, yeah, we got a 12-minute short. Let's yeah. just throw it in. Cancel Family Guy halfway through. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. just we'll just interrupt it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how good is that? show i guess it's a show unsolved uh, mysteries no love death and robots oh yeah it's dude so good so i've only watched maybe four of them um out of the i think there's like 10 or whatever there's not yeah, a lot 10 but, or 12 maybe um yeah so just every now and again i jump on an episode because but it's dude the animation alone it's each episode i'm like whoo but it's very adult like oh yeah there's that one episode where that girl's running around naked like the whole episode the whole time yeah because yeah, she like sees the guy kill across the street Ooh, which it's, that dude it's that episode a good, was trippy it's a good episode or even the first one right is like yeah. the monster fight one yeah it's yeah, like yeah. hyper violent oh my like, god Damn, yeah, so good, dude. That death at the end, right? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's good, so good. I don't know, that couldn't be on Adult Swim. It's too like no, that would be uh, HBO. HBO, I guess yeah. I would call it HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, so high recommend on Unsolved Mysteries. You're one episode in. Would you recommend it? I, oh, if you don't like things being incomplete, mm-hmm. don't watch it. It's too frustrating. Right, right, right. I right, mean, right. but the material's good. There's yep. a very good mystery there, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of points where you're like trying to figure out and see maybe like if you could piece it together yourself. Um, so that's where the fun comes in. Totally. I and I would say if you're a fan of uh, a documentary style watch, yes. they are masterfully done. Like the way the story's told, and they slowly introduce the players and the mm-hmm. mystery. I was like, I was kind of analyzing that. Like, how do you put together a show like this? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how do you figure out, like, laying out what facts show up when? It's just like, and it's so intriguing. Right, because you're, you're almost crafting a story in itself yeah, when you do, right. when you like, do something like that. Because you have all the information. That's kind of interesting, actually. I guess, because when you're writing something like fiction or whatever, like, you're making up all the elements, mm-hmm. and then you figure out what order to go in. With something like this, you have everything, right? Like, you have all the information. You're like, how do I present this? It's just so, so interesting. It's, there's an art to it, for sure. And to make it so that at the same point in the show, everyone goes, what? Right. Like, you know what I mean? The, the like, reveal of this information. Mm-hmm. It's real good. It's, oh. Yeah, I'll watch more episodes, as much as I hate it. You got to, dude. You got to <laughs> keep me it. posted. There's one, um, I think it takes place in France, mm-hmm. where they spend some kind of weird money. I don't really understand what it uh, is. Yeah, uh, French money's weird. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> and uh, it's, that one is... Just mind-boggling. Yeah, unsolved mysteries, volume one. Volume I do kind of miss the host. I forget his name. Do you remember? Yeah, the there's host? no host. Yeah. Uh, it's on a dark, stormy night. It's me, Craig Crablum. Craig Crablum. Crablum. <laughs> it's Craig me, Crablum. Craig. I just watched them the other day. Too. Craig Crablum. It is funny. He would just uh, show up with. Um, with like a trench coat on in between <laughs> the oh the reenactments and the nineties ones are really oh crazy they had reenactments too. not like uh, yeah they not, would have which they kind of do in the new one too but it's more it's more subtle right they just show like the people's backs exactly and, like, or like, like there was that. a party in one of the episodes and you would just see Robert Stack was his name that's what I said um, that's why I said booty trap <laughs> uh, and you would just see them like walking around at a party and like but you wouldn't see anyone from the neck up yeah you know? it's just like we know there's a party yeah. But the in the old ones, it would be like on a late night when two young friends were going to a party, and then the reenactment would be someone like running up to their friend and be like, "Hey, it's a late night. Do you want to go to a party?" 
like say what's happening. That's great. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Uh, I don't have anything else on TV. Me neither. Let's go to video games. Yeah. Video games. Video games. I am excited. I am also excited. You know why? No, no. Why? Tell me why. Sonic music. I knew it! <laughs> I should have said I do know why. <laughs> you should have. But I didn't. Fool. I know. I'm sorry. No. Don't be sorry. Okay. Pick I'm a not. good Sonic song. I w- Dude, I always do. Sure. They're really fun to place. They are. I bet they are. Because some of them are ridiculous, and like you never know what instrument is going to be like the key element in a Sonic song. It's the That's the best thing about Sonic music, is it is such a wide array of music. It really is. You I know. You got... Shadows music. You do. You yeah. got Sonic's music. That's another type, Eggman yeah. music. Yep. And they're all genres. <laughs> and they are all genres. Speaking of Sonic, yeah. I played a game the other day. Wow. Called Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh. Do you know anything about this? Uh, was it a Wii title? Nope. This was no. um, PS2, X, I think Xbox. And oh, GameCube. okay. So it's a throwback. A yes. Bit. This is like the end of the Sonic era of the the 3D. I would say good Sonic games. You got like Sonic Heroes, Sonic Adventure, okay. stuff like that. This is kind of like, I guess, the swan song. Unless Sonic Heroes came out after. But then after that was Sonic 06, which is arguably one of the worst games ever. Really? But, um, okay. So this game yeah. was very infamous because you uh, play a shadow and you use guns. You shoot everything. <laughs> in the game. Like not just like fake fun, like goofy looking guns okay. like he's got like a magnum and an assault rifle what? and like real life <laughs> That's guns insane um and this it was a real game it wasn't fake or anything so the premise behind this is after sonic adventure 2 shadow dies spoiler okay um he sacrificed- what would you say about being spoiler safe uh if you haven't played sonic adventure 2 you're missing out it's been like 20 years this game has pretty good reviews really what does it have 3.7 out of 5 no that's about right um, four out of five. No, nah, it's not right. Ninety-three percent of Google users like <laughs> this video game. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know how to trust that. So, right. um, so the game starts off with Shadow being alive, and he doesn't remember anything. He's like, I don't know my past. Blah blah blah. Um, so <laughs> he sounded like I, it's me. I don't, sh- I, I don't know Shadow. my past. I don't. <laughs> I can't remember. All he re- remembers is Maria. She's okay. always the big center point of Shadow's story, which okay. she's just this girl. You learn about it in the game. Um, so this game has a morality system where each level you have the choice to do the good path, the bad path, or the neutral path. Oh. Um, so, uh, you know, you do the first level and you choose to either work with Sonic, Black Doom, which is the big evil guy, oh or do whatever Shadow wants to do, mm. um, which feels pretty cool because it's like, you know, in this first level, you can either kill all the bad guys kill all the good guys, or just go straight to the end. Pretty Hmm. simple. It kind of gets you into how the game feels. Yeah. And then from there, you branch off into different levels. In total, I think there's a little over 20 levels. Okay. Um, And depending on which path you pick, you won't be able to play, like, the other levels. Like, if you choose bad, you'll only go the bad path. Okay. Um, So each uh, scenario has different endings. And if you do the neutral path, you can do straight neutral, 
good neutral or bad neutral. So in total, there's five endings you can get. Whoa. Um, so it's pretty cool, and it gives you a lot of replay value. Unfortunately, where this game kicks you in the nards, yeah. you have to beat the game ten times to get the true ending. Because with every ending, with every last level, so say yeah. you follow the straight good path that's like six levels, bing, 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 you go to the end. Yeah. You can, at the end, choose to fight the good boss or the bad boss. So you're good all the way, and then at the last second, you can switch and fight the good guy. So each final part oh. has two bosses. So you do the five playthroughs, and then you have to do the five playthroughs again, fighting, fighting the a different opposite boss. boss. Oh, my God. Um, and so... Why? I don't know. Whose idea was this? I don't know. I get I would get if you only had to beat it five times because the game relatively short. It's so, about wh- how long? Like an hour and a half to two hours. Oh, that's short. Yeah. Um, but some of the levels are so bad that it's like the worst to go really? through again. You know, it's just because the scenarios you have to follow, because every m- more often than not, every level has three paths. Okay. But you have to follow a specific path to get to the specific ending. Mm. So I could do good path, like go all the way down. But then at some point I have to do the, like if I wanted to get to neutral, I had to do the bad scenario a level earlier and I go up. Like it's, so if you look at, uh, it's like a grid. Does it show you the grid, like the path yes, you can take? Okay. But it doesn't show what level you're going to. So you oh. have to remember what level it was originally, which just did not work for me. Because huh. there are some levels I really wanted to avoid because they were just like 30, 45 minutes of just like running around looking for the ending. Um, so I tried real hard to avoid those. I didn't. <laughs> More often than not, I fell into those levels, which sucked. It but sucks. I eventually got so good at the levels because mm. I replayed them like four times. I'm like, I hate it, but at least I know how to get to the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for a game that's mediocre at best, to play through it 10 times is not good. Yeah. Especially because the ending not worth it really the the story bits are cool yeah not worth 10 endings so like even the true ending you're saying is like right yeah whatever. once once you beat it 10 times you get the true ending so the level so you play a level and the boss and the level is a recreation of a level that you've already done in the game oh no they just change where the enemies are placed and you can only do good stuff in there you can't do before <laughs> you, you could do, do good stuff yeah. Because before it was it was initially a bad level. You had to be a bad guy to go through it. Mm. Um, so, but you could only do the good stuff, which was just like destroy all the enemies. So yeah, that sounds awful. Uh, <laughs> and then the bosses. I mean, it's fine, but it's once again not worth ten playthroughs. Yeah. Um, so this brings me to the question: Is there any game that you would be willing to play through ten times, ten times. to get to the true ending? It could be a short game, could be a long game. Um, you know, for you, I was thinking maybe Shadow of the Colossus. How many times you beat this game? Ten times. You did? Oh, yeah, I did it. You did it? Yeah. That's why I'm so mad. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you, like, realized you had to beat it ten times and looked up the ending. So I beat it. You did it? So I beat it five times because that was just my playthrough. I was like, I'm just going to see every ending. It's short enough, you know, where I was fine with it, where even by the fifth playthrough, I was like, man, this is brutal. Oh my gosh. So then I looked it up online because I didn't unlock anything. And they were like, yeah, so you have to just follow. So there's 72 different paths you can take in total. Good Lord. um, As far as like connecting. Yeah, yeah. um, Because you get different cutscenes in between and stuff. So I read one person said, they're like, yeah, just follow every path and then you'll get the true ending. And I was like, no, way i'm gonna play through this every it, single one yeah and like it would take me like more than 10 playthroughs but then i saw another person they're like yeah you just have to beat every boss and do this and i was like okay <sighs> i'm gonna do this and i hope it works wow. um so i did it and it dude it got painful it was 
So Gross. yeah, oh, I bet by the tenth one the fatigue. Did you do it all in one day? Uh, I did it in two days. I did the first five one day, and then the five. The you other just day. focused on that game, though. yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it was short enough. I mean, it took me. It was probably like fifteen or so hours. Mm. Um, because some took me a little wa- a little longer, others Damn, were real dude. quick. Crazy. Um, yeah, the neutral paths were my favorite because um, they were just straight shots. You had to do nothing sure. but just beat the level. Okay. Um, so it was those were the best because I was just like, ah, just get to the end as quickly as possible, as Sonic levels should be. Right, right. Because you have the speed of Sonic, but you're also like, you can't shoot and run at the same time. So every time you see an enemy, you have to stop, shoot, Ugh. and then go. It was. What a wrench in the works. Why I know. Why would you want to do that? For a game where it's all about speed, speed there's dude. so much that That's slows crazy. you down. Um, so yeah, would you play a game? I imagine uh, it had to be something short because I just, even yeah. like something like Sonic Adventure, as much as I love it, I don't know. Well, I'd probably play it 10 times. Yeah. Honest, well, but. okay. So my first thought is like, is a game like that? fashioned to be played that many times in a row like back to back or is it like i play it and then i gotta come back to it later like i know the way we think we're Mm -hmm. like i just gotta knock this out so that it's done but i do wonder if it would be like i do love shadow the colossus Mm -hmm. i've probably beaten it three full times three or four full times through Mm -hmm. and but if it had to be beaten 10 times dude i mean with that game we're talking Probably oh a, it's probably a hundred hours. It would it would be so much. I mean, eventually you would know where all the bosses were. Yeah, you so you could blast through it. But even then, I mean, I would say sixty minimum because I think even a fast playthrough for me is like nine hours. It's a lo- yeah, it's a lot. Um, so you do that ten times. Like, yeah. Uh, because like the games that I can think of, and it was funny we were joking about it earlier, but the Capcom era games in the yes. uh, like mid 2000s uh resident evil yeah. uh onimusha uh, there's a lot of just games devil may cry where they're shorter mm-hmm. and they expect you to play through it again right. either on harder difficulty or you get um you know new game plus items like unlimited pistol ammo or stuff like that mm. to make it fun for a second playthrough right um so shadow kind of had stuff like that where you would get a new weapon but one was a healing gun, which was useless. You yeah. could just bring people back to life, which gives you extra points. Dumb. Uh, one was like a sucky cannon where you could suck up small enemies and shoot them. It was just Very item- sucky. Yeah, it was just items that weren't... Nice reference. Uh, <laughs> it was items that just weren't worth playing through again. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't care to use the sword that had three hits that killed everything in one hit. Like, it was... Uh, it was just frustrating. Um, I, I can't think of anything off the bat because some of my, my favorite games are longer than I would want to replay right. that many times. Mm-hmm. Some of the older Capcom games, if they were to come out now, because I feel like what happens now is they used to be shorter because it was like play this game a ton of times. Yeah. Now, I think they're a lot of the games are longer because they don't expect you to do multiple playthroughs. They might still be set up, but like, is Devil May Cry 5 like that? Like, I didn't play Um, that one. So I think it's a good length. It definitely um, opens the door for multiple playthroughs, Mm -hmm. both on the difficulty spectrum and the um, new game plus. Like, you can go with Mm. your stronger characters. Yep. Um, But Devil May Cry's always been like that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's definitely, it's longer. It's like, you know, 12, 15 hours. It's a solid solid title i think 10 just sounds crazy playing right. any game 10 times mm-hmm. even if it's like like i played we talked about nights into dreams that's yeah. like a fun kind of like arcade experience you essentially have to play the same levels as different characters to unlock something and that's only like an hour and a half to two hours and even playing through the same levels like i don't know each level at least twice but then multiple times to get the best score you can get mm-hmm. felt like a lot. Like yeah. by the time I was done, I was like, "All right, decent playthrough." Yeah. 
But Satisfied. to be told, like, in order to get the true ending, you have to beat it 10 times, mm-hmm. I don't think so, man. I it's, think that would turn me away from the experience, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't know going into it. Like, yeah. I just, I beat it. I went through the five scenarios, um, and I just hit, I was like, okay, now what? And and seeing, and what's even worse is there's only three bosses. There's the, That you fight throughout. So there's three bosses, like, at the end. So out of those 10 times you beat it, there. are yeah. When you hit like one or the other, it's a variation. So the stage changes a little, but it's yep. the same tactics. It's the same moves, same words said. Yeah. So it's the three bosses just all mixed around throughout the thing. Yeah. See, I would rather just have a longer, more interesting game. Yeah. And I, I love, like, there are a lot of games that have done it great where you can choose the good or bad path. Yeah. And you get a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. And I would say the same for Shadow. I mean, the levels, when you do straight good or straight bad uh, or evil or whatever, you get completely different levels. And there is, is a, cool. there is a lot of variety to be had, hmm. but playing the game 10 times through, I I went more through the paths that I was familiar with, yeah. that I knew how to get through quickly, as opposed to trying different paths, different scenarios, because I, I don't want this to be any longer than it needs to yeah, be. Yeah, right. So exactly. I feel more comfortable going through these levels that may suck, but at least I know how to beat them fast. Yeah. Um, so it just, it definitely dulled the experience. Play that through like lot. seven to 10, it was all just like... Oh, here we go again. You know, I and I don't know. It was, it was just something ridiculous that I really had no intention of doing. Yeah. But after I did like the sixth playthrough, I was like, man, I can go through Might these. as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm this far in. They're quick enough. Um, Are you but, glad to have like to have played that one to count it as one of your Sonic games that you've beaten? I don't know. I would have been completely fine just finishing five times and and watching the ending on YouTube. Yeah. You know, but then again, I couldn't in good conscience say I completed the game because I didn't yeah. I didn't get the ending. I didn't finish it. That's definitely one I would make up my own complete rules. Sometimes, you know? you know, I'll say with when it comes to arcade like fighting games, more often than not, if I go through arcade mode and there's no campaign, mm-hmm. generally that's complete. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll, if there's hidden characters, I try to unlock all the hidden characters. Yes. But, yes. but I mean, technically I didn't complete it because I didn't play as every character. Yeah. And I didn't get like all the unlockables and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's just kind of my rule with it, you know? Yeah. Because it's, if I feel like once you play, it depends on the fighting game too. Oh, you yeah, know, for sure. If I'm playing older ones, um, there's not as much of an incentive unless there's like a story or I'm really into it. But yeah. newer ones, I'll stick through like Tekken, Dead or Alive. Like the newer ones, I'll yeah. play a ton. Well, every fighting style is so unique and they, they've put more. T- I, I mean, they know that. You yeah. know what I mean? They know that like the more varied. Because a lot of older games, there's like three fighting models and mm-hmm. then 20 characters. Right. They're just, just like, like different skins yeah. on everyone. Mm-hmm. Yep. But man, that is a lot. I yeah. don't I don't think, I can't think of a game right now that I would play that many times. I, I think most people like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it for anything. Yeah. The I, only games that I play that much or that frequently are games that are like competitive or like, you know, I could p- play 50 rounds of Windjammers, mm-hmm. but I, I couldn't play, I can't play through a full story that many times, I yeah. don't think. Because I, I, same reason I, most movies I can't like watch through that many times, especially What if there was a different to ending to a movie? If you watch it 10 times and unlock the new ending. It would depend on the movie, but I could probably do that. <gasps> I could do that with Turtles. I probably watched Turtles like a oh. hundred times. What if you go, oh, that would be so cool yeah. if there's just like a new ending has new been unlocked. Ending. Oh my goodness. Well, um, yeah, so Shadow the Hedgehog, I, you know. Rate it. Let's say you only had to play through it the five times. Give it a rating. Five out of ten. It was five. very middle of the road. Very, very whatever. mediocre. Anything that was good, there were two things that were bad, I think. Yeah. Um, and it just, like, it, it wasn't definitely not the type of game I would 
play 10 times if yeah. I was normal. <laughs> if I was a normal. I like how we have that, like, for me, yeah. this is how I approached it. For mm-hmm. a normal person, for this anyone is what else on the like. planet, yeah. you know, I think there's only like 20 people in the world who's beaten it 10 That's times. That's so it's funny. It's so garbage. I don't know what that is that we have, like, you go through like phases or mm-hmm. like you get committed to a thing. It's got to be some weird personality trait that we have where, like, I can recognize why what I'm doing is silly. I imagine it's like an addictive nature. Yeah, like, I think like, it has something to do with that. Because I, I, I can't figure out why, like, what possesses me to go through this game. When Obsessive, maybe? Compulsive? OCD, yeah, maybe it's OCD just thing. like a push. Like, my biggest thing is the reason why I'm, like, crushing through so many games is I need to, I bought these, I spent money on these, yep. and I need to get the value, the the money I put in, I had to get that much effort back, mm-hmm. that much value from it. Yep. Um, so Shadow... Um, you know, I spent, it was probably like 40 bucks. It wasn't anything crazy, but, um, I just feel like, like to get my money's worth, I have to beat it. I have to experience it all. Did you say 40 bucks? Yeah. Is it hard to find or something? It's getting rare, especially depending on the system. It's kind of cool that you have it. PS2? Uh, nope. Uh, GameCube. Oh, GameCube. The GameCube versions for most games are generally worth yeah, more. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, at least cool. you have it. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool to have my collection, especially, you know, as a Sonic fan and stuff. But Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll ever play it again. That's for sure. It's like... You don't have to now. You've played I did it, 10 it. Times. I finished it. I definitely get the, like, I bought this, it's in my collection thing. Mm-hmm. I usually either have to experience all the things I have sitting in my collection or I have to get rid of them. Right. Because I'm <laughs> like... <laughs> if I'm never going to play it, get rid yeah, of it. Yeah, like, this book can't be on my shelf if I'm never going to read it. Yeah. Um, speaking of Sega... Yes. I started Bayonetta. <gasps> Bayonetta! Dude, <laughs> this game is so ridiculous. It's so nuts. It's like, what is even happening? Dude, so when you were talking about Devil May Cry 3 yeah. and the guy dropping the book on his face yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bayonetta is like that times 10. They're Dude, just like, like, it's nuts. It is so unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, uh, It's funny, too, because I've been, you know, I've been working my way through The Last of Us. Yeah. And I've been dying to play it lately, but... It just sucks the way my schedule has been in, like, just my life right now. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, set up correctly for me to play The Last of Us when I want to. Because mm-hmm. I'll either have, like, a little bit of time in the morning, which I'm like, I need to have two hours That's minimum. not a morning game anyway. No, of course not. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, I'm everyone's asleep and I'm awake and because I have to go to work in like an hour or whatever. Yeah. Do I sneak in a little bit? But like, no. Plus, I've been streaming it and I want to mm-hmm. stream the whole thing because I feel like that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like that'll be cool. I feel like that'll be cool. Trainwreck. And, uh, Twitch.tv yep. slash train, train, train wreck. Train wreck. But it's spelled T-R-E-I-G-N wreck. W-R-E-C-K. T-R-E-I-G-N wreck. M-E-T-H-O-D. Man. Method Man? Matteo. Wu-Tang? Who? No. Okay. Nope. Um, so <laughs> the other day I was like, what do I have on my console? Because this is the other thing. I've been I've been in the mood to play games. And mm-hmm. I just want to do it. Good. Take advantage of it. But grasp it. I don't have the time because I've been working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I go to work and yep. I come home and then I watch Unsolved Mysteries. and then, That's your life. You know? So uh, so I haven't been able to play The Last of Us too much. So I was like, what what games do I have that I can What's... maybe like play a little bit, yeah. of, a little bit of here and there? Mm-hmm. So... I put on Bayonetta the other day and I was like, here's the other thing for me for like a daytime game because the kids are home. Mm-hmm. It's got to be like relatively appropriate for them to witness. Yes. Yeah. Not one of those games. No, dude. it's definitely not. Especially. <laughs> <laughs> not one of those games. Bayonetta specifically because her outfit is her hair. Is her hair. And she also attacks with her hair. Yeah. So her outfit begins to 
disappear while yes. you're fighting. Uh, completely, yes. in fact. Yep. Yeah, completely. You don't see anything. No, no, no. They strategically place That's her fluffy. hair across the important bits. Right. But uh, <laughs> but it is not a game. But what's, that's what's so crazy to me is like there are these little things, and mm-hmm. this is, I feel like, just a very like, um, like Eastern creativity mm-hmm. is that like you don't have to explain what's happening. Right. You just have to accept that when you double jump, you have butterfly wings. That's just, it's the natural umbrin life that is thing. what that is <laughs> yeah she's an um umbrin witch yeah right um, umbra yeah umbra yeah. so yeah um so it just starts off you're f- i mean you're falling out of the sky and battling these crazy monsters super cool like i love how the they, intro to that game it's so great and mm-hmm. i love the way they integrate the gameplay into the opening mm-hmm. like collection of yeah stories. you get like the credits you're like falling at an incredible speed, yeah. and you're like, it's like the top of a clock tower. Yes, that's you're like, right. That's you're right. like running. A, it's insane, and you can't even explain it to anybody. No, but you're right. They integrate it so nicely as a tutorial. Yeah, because you're like fighting, and you're in a safe space. Mm-hmm. While it's like this was created by this guy, and it's it's such a cool intro. It's really really cool. Mm-hmm. And then once you get into the actual gameplay. It's just so out of control because there are so many things you can do with the combos. I mean, it's definitely Devil May Cry on crack. Yes. Like, it's, it's, I already, I think, and I'm a big Devil May Cry fan, but I mm-hmm. think I'm already enjoying Bayonetta more than Devil May Cry. Dude, you which know, is exactly what you were it. saying before. Um, but and, you gotta play two. I know. And two I, is right. leagues ahead of that game, which, if you're already so impressed with the first one, dude, two's gonna blow I, your dude, mind. Dude, it's insane. And I just, you know, it's funny though, there are so many like combos you can do mm-hmm. that I already like I started it I played for probably an hour and a half two hours I didn't play it for like two days and I already forget how to do things which feels like that's not typically this isn't the type of game where you forget like the last of us when I have to like reacclimate mm-hmm. is that yeah. yeah yeah um after I don't play for like a week that makes sense to me because there's just so many different things and there's how do I construct this and, and yeah exactly but on Bayonetta it's just like all combos mm-hmm. but I already forget how to do like the giant hair moves versus just like locking on to different things with my gun and like and it's not for it being complicated it's just for it being so many options yes. and different ways to engage in combos mm-hmm. and the way it slows down when you kill the last of the uh, onslaught dude, every time because the combos are so sick that yeah. no matter what you're doing something awesome it always does the <laughs> snapshot and it's yes. like it's oh over oh, they know they know it's they know over. what they were doing and the uh the this is another thing that's just it just feels very um i don't i don't know if it's like accurate to just specifically si- uh single out like japan but mm-hmm. i just feel like this eastern mindset of like as soon as a battle starts yeah all the colors change and the music kicks in yeah. and like do, 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 yeah do, do, like do, do. like just, here we go yeah. and it, it's also just kind of like action movie esque mm-hmm. i guess but i just love the aspect of it's it's very it's a very japanese title like yeah. like it's just it has a lot of things that you think of when you see like either a kung fu movie or japanese cinema where right. it's very just like out there and intense but then they know when to kind of calm it down when it comes to the story and stuff sure. it's but it's funny because it mixes a lot of American styles, like like yes. that guy. I don't know if you've met him yet, but with the hook shot, um, I forgot his name, but um, not uh, Rodan. No, no, okay. not him. But there's another guy, and he's very like American, and you could I don't know. You'll see it when you get to it. Okay. But, um, there's just it's funny. It's what they imagine or like what they assume, just like how we 
in uh, uh in games and stuff sometimes write asian characters they yeah. write uh, american characters well there is the guy who's like the the grubby like money hungry guy who's like nope not that but you're right but that that's a very like very... you know he's he's like um like a fast talking like new yorker new yorker know? guy yeah who just wants money right and, like trying to scam everyone yeah and... dealing with powers that are way beyond him mm-hmm. and like he somehow is allowed to be around them and so that's very much like one of those American archetypes that you see in, in movies a lot. Um, but I think it's because it gives me the same feeling of like, wow, when I'm watching an anime Mm -hmm. and there's just such a commitment to a concept, like, whereas I feel, and I, I mean, it's just speaking from my experience, but in a lot of like Western cartoons or like animated features, you're looking for like the story to be, or expecting it to be like well laid out and be like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is how this got here. And this is how, this is why we have this, um, you know, this character and why they have this power or whatever. Whereas a lot of uh, like Eastern and, and Japanese cartoons, it's just like, oh, this dude has a giant thing growing out of his head and I, that's just that that's and whatever. Just the story. And like, you know, sh- her hair is also giant demons mm-hmm. and like that just is what that is. Like you accept it. Yeah. There's, because they literally don't discuss her hair at all no. in the, in the no, intro. No, that's just the natural, like even throughout the games, I mean, they... No, I mean, they don't address it. That's just, like, what an Umbra Witch can do. Like, I saw it coming because you. I've talked to you about mm-hmm. Bayonetta for, like, years at this point and about how her hair is her weapon yeah. and so and also her clothes. And just, like, <laughs> what even is that concept? Her hair is her weapons, but it's also her clothes. So the bigger the weapons, the less clothes she's right, wearing. It's, just, like, what is that? And then it makes me laugh because it's a Nintendo property now. She's in I, Smash Bros. I know. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really great and it's really fun and it's so outlandish and there's so many things happening, but as far as action and like the, uh, the punishing moves Mm -hmm. are so dope. They're so cool. Dude, it's crazy. There's the one where she like, I don't even know how it happens, but you like grab them and then hang them up on a hook and then you swing over them and like yank on them and they like explode. The guillotine. There's just a bunch of... It's great. Yeah. So Bayonetta's dope. It's so good. It's just like if you love action, if you love just pressing a bunch of buttons while mm-hmm. destroying things, it's that game. You know? Yeah, and it's uh, it's not the daytime game I thought it was going to be. Nope, it's a shame that you can't play it in front of the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're not quite ready for that. Yet. Nope. So you got to find a new daytime game. Dude, I have so many. I, I realized I'm sitting on most of the games that I want to play right now are uh, horror games, and I my intent was to stream them all because mm-hmm. I feel like that'll be fun. Of course. And I'm scared of some of them. I bought a random one on uh, PS4 the other day. Dollhouse, I think it's called. I don't know if I've heard of that It was one. 90% off, and it was two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I'll show you the trailer because I watched the trailer. I was like, eh, it's three bucks. Yeah, I'll why not? It. I love getting those like random indie games. It looks pretty not creepy. Mm. Pretty creepy. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got in games. I just want to talk about. How yeah, I have more to talk was. about in games, but I'll save it for another time. Sorry if I interrupted you. No, I interrupted you. You were talking. And I just yelled. Right now? Just a second ago. Well, I just didn't know if you had more. No, I'm gonna save it. You sure? I think so. Let me just see. For episode number one twenty six. Yeah. Yep. Can you talk about Felix the Reaper yet? I don't. I'm not sure if I'm going to at this point. <laughs> I hate seeing it on the list. It's been there for like <laughs> three months. <laughs> Go ahead and delete it. <laughs> Felix the Reaper is a game that I downloaded through Game Pass, right? <laughs> a very long time ago. Yes. And I actually think uh, I remember what I was going to talk about. You with don't Felix. remember? I you think can. I think I do. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a puzzle game. <laughs> yes. And the whole thing is this this you play this Reaper guy, <laughs> but the way that he 
like looks is just very unique. And what caught me was the art style. And it's cool. It's a really cool game, but it's like a puzzly pattern type game where you have to, um, uh, it's very, it's a little bit mathematical. Like you have to go a certain distance to like, um, get closer to the things that I think you're like killing. Like you have to murder these things, but you're dancing the whole time and you have headphones on. You're obsessed with dancing. (laughs) So you like select a distance to go. And then he like, uh, the music starts playing and he like dances his way over to that person. Okay. Uh, but it, it's almost like a bomber man where you have like certain areas you can go to, but you have to be careful where you're going and stuff like that. So um, I'm very loosely explaining it right now. Cause that, when did I put that on the list? Like a year ago? It's, it's been there every time I look, I yeah. don't even look for video games. I look for Felix, Felix the Reaper. It's <laughs> when I know I'm in the video game list. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I I'll show you the art right now. And if you, if you look it up, it's, it's very, it's did very, you beat it? I didn't. And okay. and the reason that I wanted to bring it up is because conceptually and visually it was super cool and I really liked it. Um, it's a challenging and strict 3D puzzle game about bringing humans into deadly situations. Um, <laughs> there, you are Felix, the ever-dancing bringer of death. So Of course. Uh, I think, is there a sub? Oh, yeah. Felix the Reaper, a romantic comedy game about... The Life of Death <laughs> is what it's called. That's um, good. That's and so, clever. like, you can see the animation. He's, like, this weird, weird-looking character with, like, a suit and tie. And oh, yeah, but he does look like the Grim Reaper, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a modern take on, like, he looks like a robotic version of a Reaper. Yeah. Um, but he's got, like, a little Walkman and headphones on. So it's really cool. And uh, the fact that it, that subtitle, like, a romantic comedy about the life of death, I was yeah. like, all right, I'm in. Why but not? the reason that I didn't stay committed to it uh, is I think around that time I had played a ton of puzzle games like on accident oh. because I kept downloading things from Game Pass that looked cool mm-hmm. or games that I just had for a while and they turned out to be like more of a puzzle game than I realized, like yeah. Cube and stuff like that. Um, so when I opened that game, I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was like a puzzle game. I didn't have the brain capacity for that. Yeah. Oh, Death Squared. Like I had played oh, yeah. a bunch of those games at the time and I was mm-hmm. like, ah, I need something a little more story driven. But yeah. um, it's a really cool game. It's still on Game Pass. Um, and like I said, I, the levels were really cool. The designs, like all the art was really cool. Mm-hmm. But I just wasn't, I didn't have that that brain space at the time. I get that. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever go back to it? I don't know. I don't know because I... I think because of the, it might be a victim of the time that I tried to play it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like good. Cause I, I played portal recently too. So I'm kind of good with puzzle games for a minute. Yeah. Um, but I might at some point, I, I'm so desperate to like get rid of some of the backlog I've been staring at for a while. And they all happen to be like longer titles. Of course. Um, I watched Spider-Man last night and I want to play Spider-Man on PS4, which I still haven't yet. Um, I uh, I just beat chapter one of the first Telltale Batman. Oh, nice! That story's great. It's dude, and it's it, great. I only beat the first chapter, but mm-hmm. I was like, damn! Like, and I, it's got that Telltale charm where yeah. it's like they do a lot of cool things that I, you don't generally see in Batman because you can be, you know, a good Batman or an evil Batman. Yeah, um, depending on the decisions you make. It's like Shadow of the Hedgehog, really. There's a fly right. that's been driving yeah, me Yeah, it's just landing on your face and then leaving and then coming back. And I can't catch it. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Next time it lands on you, it'll just smack you in the okay, forehead. Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would I would recommend Felix the Reaper if uh, you're looking for a game that you can just sit down at randomly. Um, I thought it was just on your like lip, was it? Did I it land it. on your no, mustache? I, I don't know. Did it? I didn't feel it. Honestly, licking it might be your best bet. Seriously, my tongue will... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um... And uh, and yeah, Batman's really cool too. Mm-hmm. But wait till you finish that. 
Then yeah. we'll talk all the spoilers. Oh, man. Spoiler safe, kids. Yep. Can we go into uh, comics and books? Yes. Have you read anything good lately? Tim is so sweaty right now. It's brutal. It's not even that hot in here. I don't know. What are you looking at? Your AC. It's not on. I know. I'm just looking at it. You weirdo. <laughs> All right. So check it out. Checking it. I finally did. The what, impossible. What I wish I did like years ago. Which is? And I set up a pull list again oh. at my local comic shop. Yatta. It currently consists of oh. IDW's Ninja Turtles. Nice. The upcoming The Last Ronin. Oh, yeah. That's literally it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you didn't I, do the IDW Sonic? Uh, I think that's Archie. No, they uh switched. Shut or, up. Yeah. IDW has Sonic now. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Well, they're doing a comic. I don't know if it's like if they don't have Archie, but dude, that's rad. Mm-hmm. Which leads to a Sonic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover. I know. I don't know if it's real, but I mean, that might happen <laughs> at some point. The Sonic Mega Man crossover was insane. Mm-hmm. So, um, that would be sick. I'm a big IDW fan, so that's, IDW's that's cool. killing it. Yeah, Power Rangers and Sonic. I'm saying, dude, Power Rangers is boom. Oh, that was a boom IDW crossover. Well, they can do it again. Oh, totally. You suck. Absolutely. Monkey. Anyways, what do you got over there? So, um, I was at the comic shop. Uh, issue 106 of the current Turtles run came out, and I got the email. Hey, your issue's in stock. Mm-hmm. Tight. So I went there. Um, I had a ten dollar credit. Which meant that the cash I handed them was useless <gasps> because my comic was already paid for. Well, fantastic! So since I was in there, I was browsing around, and you had extra cash all I of had a sudden. Some extra cash, and I saw a couple of issue number ones. Oh. Right. So they were on the new this week shelf, mm-hmm. and I was curious. I was just looking through them, and I noticed uh, the same, uh, uh, the same tag or publisher on on all of them, mm-hmm. and it was Scout Comics. Mm-hmm. I was completely unfamiliar with this publisher. Pu- publisher, <laughs> as far I'm familiar with the publisher, puppet show. Uh, very unfamiliar with this puppet show, and <laughs> <laughs> publisher people. The word is publisher. Puppet show. Line. <laughs> never heard of this publisher, right? Yep. So immediately, what goes through my brain is like, I never heard of these. Mm-hmm. These covers are kind of tight. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and grab these because mm-hmm. they're the first issues. Maybe these will be. A big deal one day. Were they the same price as the Turtle comic book? Yeah, $3.99. Cool. Yeah. A lot of books are $3.99 cover price. Do you think that's expensive for comics? Uh, so, I miss $2.99 because mm-hmm. it's nice seeing $2.99. It is very nice. But if you really think about what goes into creating an issue mm-hmm. and how many people are involved, I'm like not mad at spending 4 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, I don't even understand how people get paid off of comic books. Uh, yeah. I mean, because you imagine the people that go into it, all the work. I mean, I can't imagine it's just a small group of people, Think, is it? Uh, I, I, so Scout is not a huge collection of people, but it's creator-owned work, just mm-hmm. like um, Image, essentially, where um, I went on their website and everything, and, and they have a good amount of titles. Um, a lot of them I really want to check out. They have some really cool um, like horror stuff and sci-fi stuff and a uh, really wide range of genre, but it, it looked really cool. I, I loved all the art, and they have a submissions tab, and it's basically submit with your, um, you know, we want to know what your whole overview, what your whole story is. We want to see some art samples. I think they want 
out like a four to five page like complete layout, mm-hmm. um, and they basically help you with the resources to publish it and everything, That's cool. which is sick. Um, but I mean, think about you and I tried to storyboard a single issue for the characters that we came up with, mm-hmm. and we didn't even quite finish that. And think about the time that goes into that. I mean, that's why they got a month in between, right? It's a monthly release. Yeah, yeah. But even then, I mean, the crushing pressure. Yeah, things going to print, and that's mm -hmm. why you see delays happen all the time. But I guess, I mean, if you only do 12 issues a year, Mm -hmm. I guess you can plan them out ahead of time. I think you have to. Yeah. You know, but then that's why you see all these other like side stories come out too. Like Turtles, uh, they just released a Jenica mini, so mm-hmm. there's at least three issues of those. Um, and then you know you see all these other things that are related to come mm-hmm. out because they're like twelve issues a year. I'm sure they tr- they want to do more, uh, let alone just putting out more product, but also like more story. Yeah. Um, but so it, it caught my eye because the art was really cool. The first one that caught my eye was actually this book called Loggerhead. Man. That, Dude, that cover is so cool. So I brought them so Tim could see them, but definitely look up. Um, don't sweaty touch them with your sweaty hands. I'm just kidding. You can touch them. Bloody Bayou. So Loggerhead caught my eye for very obvious reasons, because on the Dude, cover, it looks like an absolutely gigantic, evil, mutated turtle. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of Slash from yep. Ninja Turtles. That's what I get. That's the vibe I get. And I was super, super curious about it because... It's the kind of thing where, like, Ninja Turtles is such a unique concept mm-hmm. that if you see another mutated turtle, there's no way to not immediately think of that. Right. You can't, like, you can't create a mutated turtle without thinking Ninja Turtles. Right. It's like, there's no... No and, way. And especially because, like, I look at this and I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's what a mutated turtle looks like in my head. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, the the length of the arms, the body shape, the, the front shell almost uh, mimicking, like, humanoid abs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so not humanoid, but humans abs, I guess maybe that word anyways, you know what I mean? (laughs) It looks like the same structure. This character could very much be in the turtles universe. Mm -hmm. Right. So that caught my eye right off the bat. And I was like, all right, I got to try this. Uh, A loggerhead is, uh, apparently a type of sea turtle. So that's why it's called loggerhead. But he's in the bloody bayou. In the bloody bayou. So it's called loggerhead, bloody bayou. The book is super cool. Um, it's, uh, like I said, there's only one issue, but the book actually, all I know so far is there's a group of kids who are um, like mutants. They're all, they all have some sort of mutation about them. Mm-hmm. Um, the book is very, very violent, Good. and it seems to be a mix of uh, Turtles or X-Men, something with mutants, mm-hmm. and Swamp Thing, where okay. Loggerhead is like protecting his area, uh, his, his like territory. But he's not one of the kids? He's not. Okay. No, he's a creature that there is a story. There are all these different stories about... Um, and they kind of go through the book, the kids sharing the different lore that they've heard about Loggerhead. Mm-hmm. And they don't even know if he's real or not. But throughout the book, you're seeing Loggerhead and all these, there are all these like lead up, leads up to him. So it's and, like a urban legend. Almost. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. And there's like a legend that he was a boy who mm-hmm. started mutating and he, he, uh, at one point went so crazy that like he ate his family. And then there, there are other legends that he was just this creature that existed. Um, and nobody knows why, but he protects certain areas like a, like a Bigfoot kind of lore. Um, so it's a very, very different, it, there's nothing Ninja Turtles about the story, mm-hmm. but, uh, the imagery caught my eye and I was glad that I grabbed it. Cause it, it's, it's definitely eerie and I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to see what the rest of the story is, who these kids are, why they're mutated. Mm-hmm. And this gigantic turtle creature, destroying people 
is real cool. So is it only a single issue? Like, do you think there's going to be more? I, I think there will be more. Okay. I think this story is just starting. Yeah. Because um, it ends with, like, it, it ends in a way that you're definitely like, okay, they're establishing what's true, what's not. Mm-hmm. And they lay out a groundwork for you not really knowing what his actual origin is. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, in just to figure that out. Yeah. And see more of him because you don't really see... His attitude. Right now, he's basically like a gator in the water, like just hovering, watching things, making sure. And you don't know if he's like good or bad. There's kind of mm-hmm. like a Godzilla vibe there. Where, or I guess Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing's kind of ambiguous sometimes, too. Yeah. Um, but but uh, that was really cool. The second one that I picked up was this one, It Eats What Feeds It. Dude, the cover gives me no information. Zero information. It's like, it's very cool. Like, Super cool. Like, I could see this being a poster in my yeah, room. Cool. Right. Um, but I honestly couldn't tell you what it's about. It eats what feeds it. So the title reminded me, the title and the visuals look to me like an indie horror movie. Like, mm-hmm. it it caught me like a uh, like the original Let the Right One In, mm-hmm. or It Follows, or and it's probably because those titles are kind of similar. Yeah. Um, or uh, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Mm-hmm. Um and it has that vibe to it. It's very introductory, like to the point where by the end of this, you get a little bit of, there's a lot of intrigue, mm-hmm. um, but basically it's a, it's a young kid who takes a cleaning job. He thinks it's going to be for an old man and it ends up being for um, this very beautiful woman who lives in this giant mansion. He sees a couple creepy things in the windows around the estate, mm-hmm. but it's nondescript. You don't really know what it is. And then she has this kind of like, uh, this like seductive attitude about her and the kid's like, he's like young and dumb and he, he doesn't really know what he's getting into. So there's just an eeriness about it. Yeah. And then it ends on like a major cliffhanger where you're like, mm, I don't, this can't be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's very intriguing, very like cool. eerie. And, and I'm with both of them. I'm very excited to see uh, specifically the second issue. Like mm-hmm. there's something about the second issue where it's like, I expected this to be just a setup yeah. and it very much was that. And it was a good one. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to like, see what happens next. I'm like, I can't wait for the next one. So, um, if you, I forget, did I send you their website? Um, no, but we looked it up. Like you pulled it up, and we okay, at okay. It. There were just so many cool titles, and there was something about. I, I'm getting strong image vibes as far as how how they're structured. I mean, yes, them just being creator owned work, mm-hmm. but also something about the art. Like looking through their whole roster of art, I used to feel this way about Image too. It's probably because it was a lot of you know. Uh, You'd see a lot of the same artists and mm-hmm. stuff, but this is such a wide array of uh, genre, mm-hmm. and all of the art was intriguing to me, even though it was all very different. Like even just these two covers are very different, yes, um, art wise, but they're they're intriguing in the same way to me. And I always felt that way about Image. That's why I loved Image growing up. Is, mm-hmm. is something about it had this like edge to it, no matter what it was. Well, I mean, like when you look at DC, when you look at Marvel, they have their style, yeah, and like more often than not, it's very clean. It's very um, like sharp, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It just looks like very professional. Mm-hmm. And these give off more of a, like you said, like an indie vibe. Yeah. You know, it's very like, um, I haven't seen the inside art, but at least based on the covers, it's very just like kind of scratch art, like people just doing quick sketches and then like doing full art over them. Right. The, then the inks kind of bring it all together. Yeah. And so it feels more like indie, more less sharp, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, and there is an allure to that. You know, I love seeing art that 
that isn't clean, that's like messy and it looks like someone just took a pencil and like scraped it on a piece of paper <laughs> for 10 minutes, you know? Yeah, and like on the interior of um, It Eats What Feeds It, it's very, um, it feels kind of minimalist mm-hmm. um, and has a, to me, it, it reminded me a little bit of like an I Kill Giants. Yeah. Um, if you've never read I Kill Giants, you should definitely read uh, I Kill Giants. Okay. That's great. good. It's the greatest book ever. Great. Um, so, but it's very dark and like smoky art. Mm-hmm. And it's, this one had a little bit more of like a, uh, you could kind of tell what was done digitally. Yeah. I guess. Um, but either way, I was super intrigued just by this whole new publisher that I'd never heard of. And I'm glad that I grabbed these two issues. And I want to add them to my pull list, but I'm a little bit nervous to add. This is, this is how it happens, yep. dude. My pull list, like back in, we're probably talking. Uh, like eight years ago or whatever, when I was mm-hmm. reading regularly, I was reading New Avengers, Dark Avengers. There was a Hawkeye series that was coming out. There was like I think Flash Rebirth, and then Captain America Reborn. There were like two like reintroductions, and it was all about like Bucky Cap and then Flash coming back. It was just crazy. But yeah, my pull list got up to like thirty bucks a month, Ooh. and then which doesn't sound too bad, but mm-hmm. like. Then you go there and you're buying other stuff too. You right, know, like, you're like, well, I'm in a comic oh, shop yeah. already. But I mean, that's the joy of a pull list. Is, the joy! You know, it's kind of like any subscription service. Every month you'll get a handful that's of true. comics. And, that's true. Um, you know, you get them guaranteed as opposed to like, you know, not finding them. You just don't know where they are. Well, that's what was cool. And that's why I, I wish I kept up with it or had a pull the whole time. Because uh, when I went and picked up my issue 106 of Turtles, mm-hmm. that was the there were none on the shelf. And I was like, oh, damn, I'm Jeez. glad that I, I did this. Yeah. Um, and I'm still... It's a bummer because I'm not even caught up yet. Like, I'm close to... 60 issues behind or something as far as reading goes. Yeah. Uh, but I'm missing issues that are only like three or four after where I'm caught up to as far as reading. You know what I mean? Like I finished reading 68, but I'm missing like 72 through 77. So I need to find those before I can even get to the other one. So I'm still on the hunt for those, but I I had to, I had to reel it in with my uh, back issue purchases after the Power Rangers incident. Yeah, I know that was your whole budget gone. That was it, dude. Yep. So, um, but yeah, so Scout Comics, definitely look them up. Mm -hmm. Um, Really cool publisher. I definitely want to check out some of their other titles. They also... um, Um, one of the coolest things on their website was the unique merch that they had. I love that there are all these companies out there now that print all these different kinds of merch because they had the type... I love getting the like the one-off random things that people may not even know what it is. Yeah. And they had individual merch for almost all of their books that I That's checked out, which cool. was so cool. Yeah, like yeah. hats and pins and shirts with just the symbol of this comic book that's like brand new. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So um, I would actually totally rock a loggerhead shirt. So I got to see if they have any on there because it's pretty tight. Um, and I don't know. I think, I think that's all the things. You've been reading anything? I've been reading stuff... But I'm not going to talk about it. That's fair, dude. I did read uh, Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure. Oh, yeah. That was fun. How fun was it? That's it. It was very fun. Did you have to beat it 10 times? <laughs> you know, kind of close, yeah. actually. I think I did get 10 different endings. How did it uh, hold up story-wise? Like, I'm not sure how I should feel about... I've been reading through those, too. Yeah. And not the Choose Your Own Adventures. No, Ghost it's Bumps. not. A, yeah, just the Ghost original. Bumps, Goosebumps. Just Ghost Bumps. Ghost Bumps. Ghost Booms. Um, yeah, I, I think it holds up. I mean, it's definitely four kids. I know. Like, I think that's the thing. Like, we know what we're... Yeah. We but I will expect. say, I mean, some of the endings are like, you know, uh, you get hit with a baseball bat and you're dead. And you're like, oh. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why you get... It's not... You're not like a kid that gets hit with a baseball bat. You're something else that gets hit with a baseball uh. bat. 
Uh, but it's cool because there are, you can tell there's one big branching point that will send you on two complete. So it's like two stories in one. Mm. And so the path I followed took me like it, it turned me into a bat and I was like just doing a bunch of goofy things as the bat. Um, but the other path, I think, um, at least from what I can tell by the back of the book, like the description of the book, yeah. uh, said like the kids you're with can turn into monsters. And I didn't see any of that when I turned into a bat. That's so, kind of cool. So I feel like there's multiple stories to be had within it. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's as close to a book being a video game as you can get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so it's it, it's fun. And I've always loved choose your own adventure. Yeah. Anything, you know. It's such a cool concept in a book. Yeah. So how do, I forget how it works. Does it tell you like if you want to go to this if you want to do this thing, go to this page. Is yeah. that what it is? So like the first page, you know, you read the introduction and then it, it always makes me laugh because it's like, now go to page 100. And I was like, why am I going to the end of the book? <laughs> so I flipped to the end. It's just the next story. But yeah, gen- most, like a lot of the pages were just the simple story. And then it's like, go to this page, go to that page. Yeah. But then there's a, a branching point. And at the bottom, it, it tells you, it's like, do you want to go with this group of kids? Go to page, you know, 27. If Or if you want to go with this group of kids, go to page 48. And so you're always jumping back and forth. Dude, how do you structure that book? I don't know, because it is all over the place. The only issue is if you don't remember what page you originally come from, like let's say you go to a dead end where you die, if you don't remember the previous page, there's no indication. On that page, it doesn't tell you, like, you came from this page. So there's a lot of, like, you definitely got to remember where you were. (laughs) Oh, man. Because there was was one time I lost the page, and I was like, I don't know where I am. (laughs) And then when you're, you know, 20 pages deep, you don't want to go back to the beginning and be like, okay, this page, that page, this page. Right. So it is very involved. You definitely you can't put it down unless you have a bookmark, maybe. But yeah. um, yikes, you know. So it, but it's still fun. It was yeah. it was fun to go through. It, once again, simple read. You know, it took me like less than an hour to finish the first yeah. story. You know, just goofy stuff. I um I I found a friend the other day who has well, and find my friend. You found a friend. I, I talked like, to my. I found <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you found him. I found a friend the other day. Mystery solved. <laughs> <laughs> How much for your mystery? No, I was, I was talking to my friend the other day and found out he has a bunch of uh, Goosebumps books and he sent a picture to me of all the doubles he has. So I have to go through the ones that you got me yeah. and see, because I know I'm missing a couple in there. Yeah. So I got to see if, if he has any of the doubles. I feel he's got doubles. Need. Yeah, I know. He's like, yeah, man, whatever you whatever you don't have, you can have. Do you ever go to Savers? No. Dude, me neither. But he was showing me some of the scores that he finds at Savers. Oh, it's like a website? No, no, no. There's like, there's brick and mortar stores like around here. And that's the thing people say, right? Brick yeah, and mortar. Brick and mortar. Um, there's Rick and Morty stores. Rick and Morty. <laughs> and uh, they uh, they buy like they wow they just get like oh did it pick up on the uh, I hope not. no that's you laughing yeah that's right. anyways uh, a little, little background noise from Tim <laughs> um, so. They get like old stuff. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> yeah. focus. Dude. I can't even focus. Is it stinky? It's a sweaty fart. So oh, it's gonna dude, be like so. Brick and mortar savers. He found good deals. Savers. Yeah, they get. They you get... find Sonic Adventure trading cards for less than a hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, for one card. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Knuckles. Maybe. Um, but no, I, I don't even think I've heard of savers. That's well, you don't drive anywhere, so you wouldn't have like whatever. passed it. No, I'm just I thinking like that's the only reason. It. That's <laughs> read it, read it in the newspaper. When <laughs> yeah. I get it delivered. <laughs> um, no, so they're kind of like I always thought they were like a um, like a Marshalls. It's kind of like what I thought of them as. You know what I mean? Where they sure. You know, you don't know what Marshalls. No, is? I know what Marshalls. All right, is. I thought they were like a department <laughs> store kind of thing that had like you know uh, last year's fashions for sale or whatever. But who calls it Marshalls? 
That's a, what it's called. <laughs> what do you call it? TJ Maxx? That's a different place. Same place. <laughs> I mean, essentially, but <laughs> all right, I'll go with your preferred TJ Maxx. <laughs> I thought they were like a TJ Maxx. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now it makes more sense. Okay. Marshall's is like an old lady store. <laughs> so it's TJ Maxx. Dude. No, TJ Maxx, you can get good shit. That's what they are. Marshall's has good stuff. Dude, Marshall's and TJ Maxx are old lady stores that have young people clothes for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. You're right. They are they like for old section. ladies, but I go there for the weird candy. Why? Because it's weird. You can't find it anywhere else. I don't believe you. Go to Taco Bell. Oh, did you hear about Taco Bell? I hear about it every day. What happened? Let's go to food real quick. Mm, delicious. All right, here's an impromptu, unplanned food section. I'm ready. Oh, real quick, Savers is like a place that they like get old stuff. I don't know where they get it, but almost oh, so like, it's like Goodwill. Kinda, kinda, but it's like kinda combo breaker. They, I don't know how they get it if people just drop stuff off, but he was showing me a bunch of like old board games and like Ninja Turtles action figures and Goosebumps books that he found there. Like they get old stuff and like let's go. They're like a well organized Goodwill, I think. Okay, because Goodwill is like a nightmare shop through. I I know there's one in Manchester. There used to be one in Derry, but I don't know if it's there anymore. So one in Salem, next to Long John Silver's. Wow, that is your ultimate goal everywhere. Did you hear about Taco Bell changing their whole menu? No, they're getting rid of a bunch of stuff. What do you mean? Hold up, I'll look it up right now. Is this fly was on my face? Snap. Virus related, or are they just sick of it? Uh, it seems to be oddly virus related, which is weird. Well, meat has been more expensive recently. Uh, um, maybe that has to. You do know, with there's it. been like shortages, and oh. I know I forgot what restaurant it was. Some restaurant was like, "You're only allowed to order one burger because we can only provide you." Oh, one. right, right, right. You know, stuff like that. So I don't know if it's as bad as it was like a month ago or whatever when I first heard about it. But Right, because I remember hearing about it too. And I know there were a couple times I'd, I'd go out to eat somewhere and they would, I mean, they wouldn't even have what their reduced menu was stating they had, you know. Mm-hmm. But here's the statement. Super super weird to me because of what they're getting rid of. Is it in English? Um, yeah. Why wouldn't it be in English? Because it's Taco Bell. I'm confused about what <laughs> have you ever been to a not English speaking Taco Bell. <laughs> no, I just, okay. it's Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not racist, okay? I don't know what you're implying. <laughs> I give up. Um, we're clearing space on our menu to create a more efficient Taco Bell experience. Lame. Beginning August 13th, we will be simplifying our menu. This evolved menu approach, okay, we'll okay, see. Yeah. I'll be the judge of that. Me, um, <laughs> me comes after months of analyzing the new way we are running our restaurants. We want to ensure an easy and fast ordering experience for our guests and team members while simultaneously opening up opportunities for even more innovation. Innovation. So is it a permanent change what it seems like while some old favorites may be retiring okay letting us down easy just wait i have the list for what's going on oh no the continued creativity coming from our food innovation team the fit (gasps) i just abbreviated that i don't know or acronymized acronymized i wonder if that's a word acronymized i don't like to make something an acronym yeah i want it to be a word that's tight so they're fit now big fan of that's kind of funny, that dude. That is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is nonstop. I don't remember what the previous part of the sentence was. Okay, I'm not going to reread it, so get off that idea. What's the food? Since the start of COVID, we've made changes at the restaurant level. What other levels do they have? <laughs> the uh, <laughs> corporate, I guess. I Oh, I guess, yeah. But there's, the restaurant level, that's just a weird way there's to... There's two levels. <laughs> the restaurant level and then the big boss. The big chungus. Um 
But we didn't just stop there. Oh, no. wait, there's more. Change at the restaurant level with the safety of our team members and guests as our top priority. But we didn't stop there. <gasps> our new normal has also transformed the way we look at innovation and product testing and blah, blah, blah. Here's the list of foods that are going <laughs> away. Grilled steak soft taco. Cool. Get rid of it. Seven-layer burrito. <gasps> That's a little sad. Nachos supreme. What? Here's the weird one. This is their cravings value menu. Yeah. Uh, spicy tostada. Uh-huh. Beefy Fritos burrito. That's a favorite of mine. I'm bummed about that. That is sad. Triple layer nachos. Uh-huh. Spicy potato soft taco. Also, cheesy fiesta potatoes. Loaded grillers. The cheesy potato, beefy nacho, and... Oh, they're keeping one of them, I guess. But they're getting rid of the loaded grillers. Yeah. Which, that's a bummer. Those are amazing. Chips and dips. Apparently, that's on there. And the mini skillet bowl for breakfast. What a weird array of things they're getting rid Isn't of. Isn't that weird? So it's a lot of uh, burritos stuff? That's what it seems like. So um, what, what could be lacking? Or they just don't sell well enough. So I know you're a sucker for the burritos. So it says our teams have shifted from in-person focus groups to contactless drive-through tastings. We've learned to adapt to ensure Taco Bell's long history of innovation. Okay, innovation, innovation. I get it. Just it. seems like they're blaming COVID for. I don't. Removing. I can't figure out what it has to do with. It says a simplified menu and innovation process. Okay, we get it. We'll leave room for new fan favorites. Continued progress in categories such as plant-based diets and I even mean, opportunities. They for should just say they want to get rid of stuff. I know. The, I you know as much as it sucks, whatever. But to blame something else and be like, well, we're getting rid of these because. You know, they're not good for the drive-through. I don't know. It just seems like isn't that weird? Oh, and they're getting rid of the quesarito. Aww. which is one of the greatest things they've ever created. But here's, okay, here's the changes they say. Yeah. New additions. Part of this updated menu includes brand new menu items. Oh, they're probably going to add a lot of vegan stuff. Think so? $5 grande nachos box. So what, they're removing But why nachos? are they getting rid I don't know. A beef burrito, uh-huh. a new permanent addition to our cravings value menu. A beef burrito? That's just, what? Quesarito will be removed from our menu boards... But you can still order it digitally via our website. What? And customization. We know some vegetarian go-to items might be gone, but Taco Bell's menu remains highly customizable. So you, what are these changes? So they're making it like a pre-order exclusive. Like you have to go online and why special order? No. So they can still make it there. Right. They still have all the ingredients. That is the weirdest thing ever. Is that know. strange? And yeah. the things they're getting rid of, like, it's... I don't understand why it's they even brought up, like, COVID. And I... Like, I literally just don't understand. If you're you're getting rid of nachos, but you're adding a giant nachos. Right. And then you're getting rid of <laughs> a bunch of, like, beef burritos, but you're adding a giant beef burrito. I just don't understand what the, what the goal is or how it simplifies anything. Or... Right. I, maybe... I don't know. I can't think... Because... Yeah, they're just adding a beef burrito, which doesn't sound appetizing yeah. compared to the other burritos. But, I don't know. And the quesarito thing is so weird. Like, even though it won't be on our menu, you can still get it. It's still there. Why do I have to jump through hoops to get a quesarito? Right, just leave it on the menu. It's like a little line of text. I'm so <laughs> I'm so gonna go there and be like, hey, I know it's not on the menu. Can you make me a quesarito? Yeah. Or do I have to like even if they're not on the menu, you can still order plenty of things at anyway. I know, you know? that's it's true. Like, they have, but it is annoying if you go quesarito and they're like, sorry, sir, we don't you, have that. Like, you have to order it online? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. Well, you know, Taco Bell, I think it's going down a grade. Yeah, it might be. 
I mean, I'm going to try that new $1 burrito, though. And they still got the cheesy bean and rice. So they got some things, I guess. Here's a, I got a positive uh, food thing. Okay. Uh, uh, for coffee fans. Uh-huh. Lame. A friend of mine recently turned me on to Panera's Coffee Subscription. Oh. Are you privy to this? You told me about it, but for the audience, please. Hang share on. The Let me have a sip of my coffee real quick. Oh. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by nothing. <sighs> that sounded probably disgusting. Probably didn't sound great. Nope. Um, here's the thing. Yep. $8.99 a month. Mm-hmm. Unlimited coffee. You can get one up to every two hours every day. What size? Large. Large only? Or medium. No small. No small. No, what do they call it? Oh, no, it's not a Starbucks. So they not don't Starbucks. Call it something dumb. Yeah. No, it's um, just, uh, <laughs> just medium and large. <laughs> That's it. Just the normal sizes. Yeah. And uh, right now, if you sign up, it's free until September. So I signed up at the beginning of this month. Or, like I don't know, Wait, a week it's ago, free maybe. until September? Yeah. So you sign up and you get unlimited coffee for yeah. free. Yeah. What the heck? And if you refer <laughs> five friends, it's until October. Okay. So you get an extra month? Yeah. So are you trying to refer your friends on here? Uh, it's funny because <laughs> I've told probably three people and they've all signed up and yep. none of them like referred, oh. like said that they were referred by me. But that's all right. I didn't tell them to. I just whatever. Like, it's whatever because. But the thing is, like, I drink I drink coffee at least twice a week. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll buy a coffee. I drink coffee every day, but I'll 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 buy one at least twice a week. Yeah, it's always three and change or four dollars and more. Right, so over time... How's that for some prices? Yeah. <laughs> it's around three and change or four dollars or more. Or more, whatever <laughs> price it is. But that's a comic right there. You can get two Absolutely. comics I know. a month. Well, I'm spending the, the amount that I would spend on two coffees, uh, like when the price kicks in, mm-hmm. for literally as many as I want. Yeah. That's cool. So every two hours, that's probably not healthy. No, I'm not saying do that, Yeah, but I do typically get two a day. Mm-hmm. I have one right down the street from my house, so I pass it on my way to work. I get my morning coffee, and then on my lunch, there's one right down the street. So you just go for so it. So I bring my Are briefcase you more full of comic of- books. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, time to lunch. Am I getting more? Yeah. Probably. Okay. Knowing that they're free. Yeah. And is it any kind of coffee or is it a specific So type? you can only get hot or iced. You mm-hmm. can't get like a latte or cold brew or anything like that. Uh, but their coffee is good. Mm-hmm. They have dark roast, and that's undelish. Uh, and you can also get uh, their flavors. I don't get the flavors. I just get caffeine. Caffeine? Caffeine. I love caffeine. Caffeine baits. Did you hear that fart? I did not. Oh, okay. Why are you so gaseous? Uh, I don't know. Lord honestly. gaseous. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Lord gaseous. Uh, so the only food thing I did, that sounds awesome, by the way. It is awesome. Um, Coffee. If you like it. Yeah, you don't know. It's fine. And you can get a bread bowl there. You can. You can just be like, give me a coffee, That's a thing. dump you... it into the bread bowl, mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> you get you get other perks too. Yeah. Panera's fun. I just it's kind of farther down the list because I don't like go to it very much. Dude, their mac and cheese. And the bread bowl. The, no place has a bread bowl. Uh so the only food thing I did recently. Yeah. Stupid. And you're gonna throw up when I say it. I saw a picture of it. <laughs> it's so gross. Our wonderful mother made clam chowder recently. Sounds good so far. Yeah, it was good. And I was, after my meal, I was like, you know what? I want a chocolate chip cookie. Of course. So I open up Chips Ahoy, pull out a cookie. I look over, we have this big vat of clam chowder. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to pour pour out the milk. Clam chowder's pretty close to milk. It's warm. So let's just dip the cookie in there, have some clam cookies. 
So I uh, took the chocolate chip cookie, yep. dipped it in the clam chowder, uh, pulled it out pretty quick because it was still warm. Yeah. I inserted the cookie into my mouth hole. Right, right. I chewed. I went mm. and swallowed. Yeah. And it was fine. Fine? <laughs> it was so, it was the equivalent to having hot milk with your cookies. I, okay. I didn't taste any fishiness. What I hate is that your reasoning for doing it actually makes a little bit of sense. A little bit. Because there's a lot of cream involved in a making that chowder. Yeah. So I get that. Mm-hmm. But having a clam in the same room as my cookie <laughs> makes me upset. It's, it's you know, it's an acquired taste. The picture of you, which I actually might make this our the cover art for our uh, our new, new episode post. <laughs> Um, because mom sent me a picture of it the other day. And I took I, a video of it. Of course. On Instagram. I don't think it's there anymore, but. Oh man, let me see if I can find it. It yeah. literally, I was like, can you still ground him? Because <laughs> this is, this is bumming me out. Yeah. It's, this is 100% going to be the photo I yeah. use. I, um, <laughs> am just so sad about it. <laughs> Cause you so... can, you can look, you see the cookie and then there's all these green, like all the seasonings. The chowder looks great. Yeah. Like if good. I, if you're like just seeing that, oh, the chowder looks good. Yeah. What is what he is... doing? <laughs> oh. Dipping the cookie into the chowder. Yeah. And it, it, you got to be quick because it was hot. So it, it was a very warm, it was like a salty cookie. You know, it added a little bit of So again, I'm mad that your it. explanation kind of makes sense because yeah. sweet and salty is a thing. So, one of my favorite combos. Warm, creamy cookie. Mm-hmm. And it just like all the chocolate. Did you go for a second one? Oh, yeah. I had four. Dipped? Yeah. So you liked it. It was enjoyable, I think. Do you put cookies in milk? Yeah. Okay. So, but I've never done it in warm milk. Yeah. And so that was like my attempt. But now I'm just going to warm up milk and try it. Are you going to? Why not? I can't. That's the only sad part is you can't really drink it after. You can. It's just going to be like, yeah, warm milk. Oh, so thick. So, uh, yeah, that was my, my Clam experiment. Clam chowder chip cookies. Clam chowder chip cookies. What are you pointing I don't know. That looked weird. It's not weird. Dude. Okay, Relax. I'm just making sure. Because it's like, it's thick, and then it shrinks It adjusts a bit. as... Okay. Tim's watching the waveforms. It's I'm just freaking so nervous. Out. You should be. So, clam cookies. You going to try it? No. Uh, that's a shame. I will avoid that. That's a real shame. If I were there, you probably could have pressured me into it. But you weren't. Now I've just heard about it, and it makes me mad. So. Yeah, you should be upset. And speaking of being upset... I'm done. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Please go to our Instagram. Hang out with us there. Uh, we'll be posting some short videos there. Check out our clippy YouTube. Nips. Uh, yeah, Clippy Nips. Mm-hmm. We'll post some Clippy Nips. And uh, on YouTube, are we just, are we just the Keep Up on Just YouTube. the Keep Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about the new videos that I don't remember what our channel's called. And <laughs> uh, that's it. Share with your friends. Comment. Tell us what you want from us. Or else you're just going to keep getting what we want. Forever. So Tim's going to do a thing called End Babble. <laughs> Yabba. And uh, Tim, your topic is um, oranges versus a clock. I see. Bye, guys. Some people say time is like an orange. You open it up, you live inside, and you eat it. But I find time to be a little more complicated than that. Time can not only be opened, but can also be closed, like a door. So when you open the orange and close the door, time's already there. 
So I'll leave you with this. Don't eat the orange, because it also could be your father. (laughs) 